Happy week of love, joy starters. I don't know where you are on the spectrum of love. We talked about this last week. Whether you are celebrating you, you better be. Girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. Boy, you doing a good job. Boy, you doing a good job. Roy, you doing a good job. Roy, you doing a good job. I don't know where you are, but I'm singing to you on this week of love. Let me just tell you something. I still got my Christmas tree up. A couple of years back before my mom passed away, I saw her not want to take down her big, tall, 11 or 12 foot fake Christmas tree that was in their, in their bay window, in their picture window. And so she turned it to a Valentine's tree, and then she turned it to a St. Patrick's tree. And, and then finally, I think we giggled at her, and it became a joke. And so before it became a Fourth of July tree, it came down. But I did take from that, do things that make you happy if it brings you joy. And after Christmas, I was never ready to take down my Christmas tree yet. I just love the lights. I love the feeling. I love the pretty little thing in the corner of my room. I love all of it. And so I decided after Christmas, a couple of weeks into maybe like a week or so into January, week into January, I would turn it to a Valentine's tree so I could enjoy my tree for a little bit longer. So now I'm staring at my Valentine's tree and it'll come down sometime this week. We've had a nice run. So we've got a couple of months on hand until it comes back up in November for Christmas. And I've started decorating a little bit earlier for Christmas now because guess what? It makes me happy. It brings me joy. And in a world that is hard and um, dark and we get so much news, y'all. We, we get so much news in, in one day. It's insane. And the news we're probably not supposed to see, the things that we're not supposed to be overwhelmed with, the things that we're not supposed to carry. If a Christmas tree turned into a Valentine's tree makes you happy, then I say go for it. And if you want to be like my mama and keep it up till St. Patrick's Day and then keep going, you do that. Whatever makes you happy, as long as it's not hurting anybody else and it's keeping you healthy mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, then I'm all for it. Bring yourself joy, joy starter. All right, it is the week of love and I contemplated telling you this story, but I figured that I needed to make you laugh this week. and. I <laughs> I may or may not write about this in my next book, just depending on how things get laid out and, and how it all works out. But years ago, when I was out there looking for my Christopher, my husband, I was dating somebody and he sent me an email and I hit reply. And, and I got to tell you, if you haven't figured this out about me by now, I'm special. I'm very special. I'm very extra. I am, I am real. I am true to my feelings. I, I, my personality's big. I love big. I love deeply, which I'm going to tell you about another story that kind of happened to me this week that made me do a lot of thinking and got people thinking. But I, I, I don't know how to play it safe. I don't know how to go halfway. I don't know how to not love you, how to go all in. And, and that's just my MO and I'm grateful for it. And now it's taken me all these years to figure out that my, Sensitivity, my love, my heart, my ability to feel deeply is a superpower. It is a superpower of mine. And so I'm dating this guy. He sends me an email and I send it back to him. And we were kind of going through a, a little bit of rough patch. And don't you look back. Don't you look back, Joy Starters. 
And if you're with somebody now that you know you're supposed to be with and you look back at the broken road, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. And you think about the people that it didn't work out with, that you really, really, really at the time wanted it to work out with, but now you are so grateful it did not work out with them. What's what was going on with this person, okay? And all due respect to my husband, Christopher William Rohe, the love of my life, going on seven years this year together. And, and I thank every broken road that led to him, every person that broke my heart, everything that happened that led me to him. So back to this fellow. I am, I send this email back and we're going through a rough patch. And this email, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. On a scale of one to 10, on a mush level, this email was probably a 20. I mean, I was waxing poetic. I was telling him why I thought we should be together and how I cared for him and all of the things. I mean, I was really, I was going for it. Probably about a two-page email (laughs) printed. If you print an email, you know how long it has to be to be two pages, right? So I went for it. And then I, 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 put it down and I hit send and and I got in my car because I was running something up to the UPS store. And I remember, I'll never forget where I was. I was driving through our neighborhood. I was almost at the end of my neighborhood in Shambly, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta, inside the perimeter and ITP, OTP for my Atlanta peeps where I was born. Shout out. I was born in Atlanta. I'm a Grady baby right down the the street from the new Falcon Stadium, and then spent a lot of time in Alabama and um, kind of all over being a military brat. But I digress. So I'm leaving my neighborhood. You have to go over these speed bumps. I had just gone over a speed bump, and I look down at my phone and I get a text, and it says in all capital letters, You sent that to my entire company. To say my heart, my heart left my body through my nether regions. Okay. My heart exited my body. My heart stopped beating. It was gone. It it was, I, I literally, I ceased breathing. Heart left the body, pulled over. And this is in all caps with 17 exclamation marks. And to add to this beautiful, horrific story, I, he, he was like the head of the company, right? And so his, he and his dad were the head of the company. And there were like 40 people in the company. So everybody in his company read my email. And nobody not read that email. My favorite, my favorite show, It's My Soul Care. If you've read Relentless Joy, you know about um, me talking about The Office. It's actually my ringtone now, but I've my, my oldest bonus son's into it. I've got my youngest bonus daughter into it. I just love The Office. It's silly, it's irreverent, it's stupid, it makes me cackle, and I can watch it over and over again. And so think about The Office. If at The Office, and and as a matter of fact, there was an episode about this where Jan's picture from Bermuda, everybody saw it. Everybody opened it. Everybody looked at it. So same here, you know that was the case. Well, the first question you're going to ask, because I've told this story years ago on the radio when I used to do Radio Spots Weekly in Oregon was, did you hit reply all? And I need to stand on my truth right here and tell you, I did not hit reply all. It was a singular reply, baby, a singular reply. What had happened was, and the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say for you young folks, look him up, great broadcaster, 
legendary broadcaster. You, you'd do great to look him up. Okay. So the rest of the story was, I found out later after things calmed to the point that, that they could, that I found out later that uh, there was a glitch in their email system and they knew about this. So this was not like this, this was not, I was not the first to do this. So some glitch in their company email system, when you reply to something they send, it gets sent to the entire company. Don't ask me how it happened. Don't ask me how that was the case. I have no idea. I was just the victim of it. The victim of it. And I remember, fast forward, we were supposed to go to a Christmas party. I think we had broken up by that time. Thank the Lord, because there was a Christopher, the end of the line for me. But we had broken up by that time. And I just, I, I now look back and, and laugh so hard. Like, if I had gone to that Christmas party, I would have had to look these people in the eye that read my email. And, and like, do you act like, like, hey, Rachel, do you act like, I like, I don't think they read it. Or do you like walk up and acknowledge the fact that I know you read my mushy email, make a joke about it? Like, what do you do in that situation? So I don't know if you've got horrific love stories that, 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 that this just makes you, brings you right back to just totally stepping in it. When I was on the radio in Columbus, Georgia, I got my first sports talk radio show. We had horrible Valentine stories. We had had people call in on Valentine's, and there was the story. It wasn't this man. I don't know if it's somebody he worked with, but he told us the story of a man who was two-timing. So you get what's coming to you when you're two-timing, buddy. But he was two-timing, and he sent flowers to his mistress. You're ready. You know where this is going. And flowers to his wife, except the flower company got them mixed up, and they sent the wrong flowers to the wrong house. Well, boo, that's what you get when you cheat, okay? We live our lives. We want to live our lives as a joy starter. We want to live our lives in such a way that when we lay our head on the pillow at night, we can be proud of who we are. And if there's something we need to fix, we fix it. That's what we do. If we've not treated somebody well, if we need to apologize, if we need to say, I didn't do my best job there, or I need some help, or I'm struggling here alone, can somebody help me? Asking for help, whatever that is, right? That's how we live our, our lives. And so that's what you get, old two-timer. And my mom always used to say, the, the truth shall set you free, and it'll come out in the wash. And the truth always will come out in the wash, and the truth shall set you free. Because if you're cheating and not doing it right on your taxes, on people, swindling, embezzling, whatever it is, cheating on somebody. You, you can't sleep with yourself. You may think that's great. You may have this. You may have that. You may have material things. But uh, yeah, you, you don't sleep well at night. You don't sleep well at night. So I don't know if you have embarrassing love stories or even just great love stories. I, I can't wait to hear from you guys because I, I feel like many of you are going to spit out your drink whenever you hear this story. It, it's, it's quite possibly the most embarrassing story in the history of all stories to have emailed somebody's entire company. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful I now have a story. I'm thankful that I didn't end up with that person. I wish him all the best. Nothing but happy things for him. And I'm so grateful that I ended up with the person that I ended up with. Hey, Joy Starters, who doesn't need better mental health? For the longest time, I would host lives and Zooms and be at events, and people would say, I need therapy, but I can't afford it. And it was literally like a stab to my heart. 
the best we could do, I was informed by our resident psychologist, was to tell them to Google low-cost mental health resources. But that broke my heart. People need access to mental health resources. Then I got approached not long ago by a gal who works with a company called Connect MD, Connect with a K. And they have low-cost mental health teleservices for the entire family. Like, yes, you and each of your family separately can see a therapist once a week, multiple times a month for one low cost. Y'all, it's revolutionary. But here's the thing. I will never, never come on here or in my newsletter or on social media and tout something I don't use. Y'all need to know that. Every single time I'm talking about something, it's because I use it. I love it. I believe in it. And that's what's going on with ConnectMD. This past summer, I was using their therapy services. My therapist, her first initial was P. I called her Sweet P. Amazing. The whole thing, very seamless, um, really just from beginning to end, really well-oiled, and I felt taken care of. I felt cared about, and I'm so grateful that I found them. So, the link will be in the show notes, but you can also go to ConnectMD with a K backslash change. Please use that particular link so they can know that we sent you. Here's to better mental health in 2024. Love you guys. Which, by the way, because this is kind of the podcast, oh love, which, by the way, he's out of town today. And so he sent me a a picture, and of all of our pictures in seven years that he could send me, he sent me a picture, and I'm going to get a little acclimated now. He sent me a picture, and it's not the prettiest picture of us, to be honest. I mean, it is, but it is. It's a beautiful, it's a, it's a beautiful, the most, one of the most beautiful sunsets I've ever seen. You'll see it on my social media. I'm going to share it. The most beautiful sunsets I've ever seen, and my best friend since I was in junior high's wedding she married the love of her life, and it's a beautiful wedding. But the significance of this picture and him sending it is just so deep. Of our millions of pictures we've taken together in seven years, this was the first time that we had seen each other and, and, and reunited after we broke up. Now, if you have not listened, and, and a lot of people are telling me, like, I'm so ashamed. I didn't know Relentless Joy had a audio book. I don't do books. I have ADD. I don't do well. That's okay. That's okay. There's an audio book. So if you haven't listened to Relentless Joy, the audio books, or gotten the book, you need to go get it. This will make sense. This will help you. But this was, this picture was taken the first time that we saw each other after I left, (laughs) after I left Valentine's Day. In 2021, and went to live in my best friend's basement because it just wasn't working. Wasn't working. I got out ahead of my skis. I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, but I got out ahead of my skis. I got out in front of, in front of God. I moved down here. I had lost my mother. I'd lost my North Star. I was, I was the captain in my own life. And let me tell you, every time I'm the captain in my own life, I wrecked the ship. I wreck it and I wreck it mer- mercilessly. I just ravaged the ship. And so I'd moved down here and to each their own. And that's okay. I was very scared about writing about this in my book, but to each their own and no judgment here. I'm just telling you what, what I felt was the right thing for my life at a later point. But I wasn't supposed to move down here. We weren't married yet. He had kids. And, and for me, I, I had been waiting. I had rededicated my life to that. 
we had been waiting and um, I got out ahead of my skis and I lost my way. And that's okay because God makes room for us when we lose our way. I was the prodigal daughter. I've been the prodigal daughter a couple of times in my life. I don't know about you, but I have been. And so I, uh, on Valentine's Day, I drove away. I left. And you, many of you may have read about this in the book. And if you haven't, it's a, it's a, woo, it's a doozy of a story. And if you have, now you're hearing it from me unfiltered. But I drove away. In the blinding rain, in a rainstorm, I packed what I could in my beat up, I say beat up, but well-loved Tahoe, old Tahoe with a lot of miles on it. And I drove north to my best friend's basement. And I want to tell you this, perhaps, what is it saying? Perhaps when you think you've been buried, you've really been planted. I went home to the, the comfort of my best friend's basement. And there I was trying to figure out the rest of my life, trying to figure out if I was going to continue with this person, which it, it looked slim to none and slim left town. <clears throat> I did not think that we had any future. I was heartbroken. All of my stuff was here. My entire house was here. I'd moved from Nashville. I'd spent years with, with his kids. We built this life together. We were engaged or were we engaged? Like, I didn't know. It was, it was toxic. It was both of us. We were just not, we were not in a good place. And got ahead of ourselves and I rushed things and I own that. And so I'm, I'm living, I'm, I'm in her basement and I am working. I'm dealing with a heartbreak, all the things that go with that. I literally did not leave that basement except to go upstairs and eat with Jean and Tate, the love of her life. And that's what I did. I was in that basement and I cocooned and I cried and I prayed and I pondered and I worked. And then I started on this book proposal. And um, it was the perfect time to be able to throw everything that I had into this book proposal. And meanwhile, weeks and days and weeks are going by and he and I haven't talked. We're, we're, we're not saying anything other than where the garbage can is and what's going on with the mail and things that we had to say. And that was it. And it was heartbreaking. And if you read the book, and I keep saying if you read the book, because you need to read the book, um, I will share just a few of the details here in this podcast because I'm not going to share them all. But we got to a point where I knew we had to talk because I was contemplating getting an apartment. And I was, again, trying to rush this thing. Slow down. If I can tell you anything right now, slow down and, and rest today knowing that you are exactly where you're meant to be in your life. As if it's terrible, if it's hard, hang on, my love. If it's good, hang on, my love, and appreciate it. Uh, but you're exactly where you're meant to be in this life, and you're not alone. God loves you. And so we, we talked, and, and it was a beautiful talk, but nothing came out of it. We didn't, we didn't know whether we were going to get back together or not. We just decided that we had hurt each other. We acknowledged that, and that we, wanted to learn to be um, best friends again. And so the picture that he sent me this morning on Valentine's Day was so sentimental and so deep, and it allowed me to tell you this story that some broken things can be fixed. Some broken things are broken for a reason, and that he and I needed to take a break to heal, and we needed to do it right, and we needed to do it for us and my story in the honorable way. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for our story. I'm grateful for the pauses. 
I'm grateful for the breakups. I'm grateful for all those things. And I'm grateful this morning that he sent me a picture of the first time that we were back together, the first time that we spent time together out after I left. And it was almost getting to rediscover your best friend, getting to rediscover a long lost love. And I'm so grateful for second chances. So I hope today that this podcast brings you hope wherever you are. If you are in ridiculous love and you are happy, hold on and make the most of those memories and savor them. Savor them. Who doesn't need better sleep? Maybe you heard me talk about it on a previous podcast, but I have been sleeping on a product called the Perfect Sleep Pad for four years. I am this passionate about this product that I want to go scream it from the rooftops. I feel like I'm going to go crawl out on my roof right now and scream to the neighborhood, perfect sleep pad, perfect sleep pad, perfect sleep pad. (laughs) But you get 30% off if you use my code RACHELJOY. There is also a 30-day totally risk-free try it, see if you like it, can return it within the 30 days. I'm telling you, I don't believe you'll return it. It is a beautiful investment in your sleep. That's when you heal. That's when you get better. That is when you restore. Check it out. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself the Perfect Sleep Pad. PerfectSleepPad.com. PerfectSleepPad.com. And use my code, RACHELJOY, a generous code. They gave me a generous code, y'all. 30% off. This ain't no flimsy code. 10%, 5%. 30% off with my coupon, Rachel Joy. Love you guys. I have a friend. Her name is Amy, whose husband is battling cancer. And we were just talking yesterday about, um, about how much we hate cancer. So if you've got a spare prayer, pray for Amy. Pray for my friend Patrick, whose son is battling leukemia. But if you're in uh, the best thing right now, like make it the best thing. Pour into it. Appreciate it. Appreciate the mundane and the and the normal and the we don't celebrate this and the just whatever, wherever you are on that spectrum. And if you're not there and you are looking for that person, please trust and recognize, take it from my story, that when I was out there sending emails to people's entire company, that God still had a plan for me. And that plan was better than I could ever imagine. It involved my children. It involved Christopher. It involved better and crazier and deeper love than I could ever fathom. And it also involved two breakups. It involved two breakups that taught us to grow, to heal, to do our own dang work because you can't do work for somebody else. You got to do it yourself. So I just, I just want to touch you wherever you are in this week of love. I want to touch you and remind you that you are where you're meant to be, to hang on. If it's good, hang on and savor it. And if it's bad, hang on and know better days are coming. And if you're looking for your person, Know that snotty nose from crying because I'm, I'm grateful that I can be emotional and, sh- and shed tears. I'm grateful for that. Hang on and know. Somebody told me this when I was looking for Christopher out there and dating in the wild, wild west, by the way. Somebody told me this is that one day today, you're one day closer to him than you were yesterday. Like today, you're one step closer to him than you were yesterday. 
And that just brings me a lot, that brought me a lot of peace. And that brings me a lot of peace to tell you that now, because it's hard when you feel like God has forgotten you and you feel like you're never going to find the person. It is, it's to have that reassurance is really, really peaceful. I also want to give a shout out to Jill and Dave. You've heard me talk about them again in the book, but they, I just talked to Jill Yesterday, they met in one of my online courses, y'all, in my online course. And she lived in Colorado and he lived in Boston. I mean, they probably would have met on a plane. I'm not saying I'm like that powerful by any means. God would have put them together some way, somehow. But I was the catalyst. And now they've been together a couple of years and are in love. And I will forever be proud of that, forever talk about it, forever be proud of it on this week of love. And I just want you this week to celebrate you. I said it last week. I want to say it again. Get your nice underwear, your nice candles, your nice china. Celebrate you. Buy yourself the flowers. Celebrate you. Don't hide on this holiday. Please, my loves, don't hide on this holiday. Also, speaking of that course, y'all, I have spent so much time alongside my amazing marketing maven, Kim, getting this thing just seamless and making sure there are no there are no pitfalls there's nothing in it where where you get lost but we have created this this club the joy starters club it's our very own patreon y'all if you like what i do if you love me like me it's free for 30 days the course that i told you about that they took i put it in there it, it it's 99 dollar value i put it in there for free my ebook is in there for free All the different PDFs and and affirmation journals and mental health battle plan, all the things are in there for free. We are giving away a a dream dinner that will be sold elsewhere. If you're in there for more than a month, you get a free quarterly gift. We have texts that come to you, monthly challenges. We have an app where we talk back and forth. We have group projects if you want to get involved. If you just want to watch and just kind of get your text and do your challenges, that's good. That's fine. But if you want to really get involved and really walk this out in your life, you can. There's ways to get involved. And so go to joystartersclub.com. Literally, you don't even put a credit card in, y'all. That's how much we worked on this so that you can just try it out. We have monthly meetings. So the third Tuesday of each month, January 20th, go ahead and mark your calendar. Remember, Al is going to be with us next Tuesday night. I want you um, to come to this one because he's so special. And I want you, I want to make him go viral. I see these people going viral for the little old man who didn't have retirement at Walmart or at AT&T and they did a GoFundMe and got him retirement. Y'all, Al needs needs our help. And and he's a proud man though. And I want to help him get sponsorships for Al, Al, some Al Radio. And, and if you know anybody in Montgomery, Alabama, help him get a job. The man's got two degrees. He just happens to be blind. He's been discriminating against. And And I want people to understand what it's like to be blind today in this country and to walk in his shoes for a moment. And so that's next Tuesday night. That's part of the Joy Starters Club, but we open up those meetings to everyone. So why aren't you doing it, y'all? Joystartersclub.com, no credit card needed, totally free for 30 days. Fall in love with us, then stay. And it's the cost of a latte a month, $6.99 a month. Intense, crazy value for that. And you should join. If you need more joy in your life, if you want to be around people like you, if you want to be inspired, you should join. So that's my story of love this week. My own stories of heartbreak that led to love. My horrible 
embarrassing stories of emailing an entire company and some stories I've heard on the radio too as well. And just me loving on you this week, me absolutely loving on you, wrapping my arms around you wherever you find yourself in this experience of life. Love you so much. Lastly, I got to tell you this little story. If you are on social media, go to my Instagram and watch the live that I did. I made a really ugly face to get your attention. I'm like, you, you want to know what this is about. <laughs> Can't miss it. I believe I'm wearing blue. I am. I'm wearing my Mental Health Matters shirt, which by the way, we have a new Etsy store. We're running a sale to get you in there and get you in some of these awesome, cute, cute, precious clothes, mugs, digital products, and the the link will be in the show notes. Thank you, Kim. Shout out to Kim for doing amazing show notes, an amazing job on this podcast. So go watch it. I'm going to get into it more on next week's podcast, but it's basically talking about people that coach like myself. I, I, I talked to somebody last week who was telling me about two masterminds he's been a part of. And at the end of each mastermind, the people just they disconnected from him. They blocked him. They no longer allowed conversa- conversation to them anymore. And it bothered me so badly because I'm the opposite. You, I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to tell you now, I go all in. I don't know how to go halfway. I love people. Once I coach you, once you're in my life, you're always in my life. There's an always an open door to me. I had a book coach um, before the book came out and he, same thing. He said, our time may end, but for a lifetime, you can send me emails and ask me questions. That's the ethical right thing to do. I just, I'm flabbergasted by people that do it differently. I will say too, I thought about this after I recorded that live and you got to go watch it because there's a lot of good information is that I can blast these people and and, and I'm kind of half blasting them and in the live and here and be upset about it. Or I can say maybe they don't know better. Maybe they don't know the joy and the value of not cutting people out and cutting it off. Because when your person wins that you coach three years later and you didn't cut them off, you get to celebrate with them. You get to have their joys with them and have the lows with them, but also have the highs with them. But if you cut them off, how are you even walking with them even more or even watching their life or connected to them on social media to know that they had that win that you maybe have even had a small party? So, yeah, I'm, I don't know what it's like to be those people, but here's the, my really, really um, compassionate take on it now after thinking about it and praying about it is maybe they don't know better. Maybe they don't know. Maybe somebody doesn't know to go the extra mile. Maybe they weren't taught that in their life. Maybe they were taught by takers and, and people that didn't take their cart back and people that were said, everybody's out to get us and this sucks and this stinks and only give this much and just give enough to get by. Maybe they weren't taught by givers, by people who really go the extra mile. And so that's one of the things that I am doing in life. It's my mission. That's why I teach Joy Starters is to teach people to go the extra mile, to put the cart back, to be a go-giver, as my Bob, friend Bob Berg wrote in his book, to be a noticer, to be a Joy Starter. So that's your homework, Joy Starters. Go watch that live. I think you'll take something from it. But my take two compassionate take on that is they, maybe they don't know and, and we can teach them and we can teach people to be better. I love you guys. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for making this a top 10% podcast in the world. You guys are amazing, but I do need you to share this with a friend right now. Send it to a friend, send it to five friends, post it in a group, post it on your Facebook, hit 
the actual podcast name, scroll down and leave a review. That helps me so much. Blessings, my tribe. I love you.